Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm Aston Simmons. I'm a wife, a mum, and a relationship coach. And I am obsessed with creating relationships that are thriving, passionate, and loving. Even if you have zero time for your partner right now, there's no outside support for your kids. I didn't have that either. You're exhausted. You feel like you're just surviving each day. I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I get it. And I'm here to help you navigate all of this and more with practical real-life tools and advice to help you feel more loved and supported so that you can conquer your life and your relationships like a queen. Let's get started. Today I want to talk about why your mental health is your number one priority. This was something I struggled with for years. I really like loved feeling needed. I loved caring for other people. It was where I kind of had built my identity. And I see this in so many women, this nurturing, caring side of us that means we put other people before ourselves all of the time. And often it's at the cost of our own mental health. Um, when I had kids, it became very clear that there was no way I could continue to do this. It was just not sustainable. I saw the cracks when I had my son. And then when I had my daughter, it was just so right in front of my face that if I didn't start to look after myself and actually make my mental health a number one priority, I was not going to be able to be the mum that I wanted to be. So I'm sharing this because I really want to remove the shame, the the guilt, the stigma um, around women needing to put themselves first. Like it's not like a luxury. It's not like, you know, if you get time, it's like it's a must. Like I cannot stress after going through this process myself and helping women when I work with women in the Worthy Woman program, a lot of what we do is help women to remember that they need to put themselves first. You know, a lot of women when they come and work with me in the Worthy Woman program, they don't know what they need. They don't know what they want. They don't know who they are anymore. They've had children, life's happened, they've put themselves last, and they're kind of just like going through the motions. They describe it as like a mum bot or I'm just in autopilot. I'm just doing all the things. I'm on the rat race and yeah, I'm, I'm really unfulfilled. When I ask them like how do they feel, what I get a lot of the time is I feel empty. I feel empty, exhausted, lost. Um, it's really quite lonely because you're doing everything for everybody else and nothing for yourself. Um, and I can relate. I really empathize with these women and, and I, I know they appreciate it. They share with me all the time that it just feels so warm and loving and nurturing to be validated in that. And they, and to know that I understand because I've been there, um, and to just help them see that, you know, you're not doing anything wrong by putting yourself last. It's definitely not what this is about, but you are doing a disservice to yourself and your family. So you need to start looking at what is it costing you by putting yourself last? What is it costing you? Is it costing you your health? Is it costing you your sanity? Is it costing you um, how much love you have to give your family? I know for me, when I was putting everybody else first, I was really resentful on the inside. You know, I looked like on the outside, I was doing everything for them. And I was this great mum, but on the inside, I was really resentful. And they can feel that energy. 
It didn't matter how much stuff I did for them on the outside, they could feel that energy. Um, So I just want you to think about what is it costing you? Because I know that it can be hard to make this switch because it was hard for me too. I had all the same stories that you probably got going on in your head, like, especially if you're a mum, like, it's just easier if I do it. I'm the only one that knows how to do it. Nobody else knows how to do it like me. Um, If I don't do it, then nobody's going to do it. Um, Like, let me know if you can relate to those stories. When I repeat them now, I'm like, oh, wow. I was just so in my own way and I I, I wasn't allowing myself to move forward. And this is what you're doing when you say those stories. You know, when you want something, like you want some time for yourself, but then you, your actions are the opposite, it literally is impossible for you to achieve your goal. And that really is the definition of insanity, to want one thing, but then do the opposite, which makes it impossible for you to actually achieve it. And that's what I was doing. And that's what I see women doing all of the time. And I get it. I totally know that the the whole journey of motherhood is huge. It's never ending. The mother load is just phenomenal, like next level. Um, But I also know that I wasn't able to hold it, not perfectly because nobody's perfect, but I wasn't able to hold it as well as I'm now holding it because I put my mental health first. So this is your permission from one mum to another, from one woman to another, to put yourself first and make your mental health your number one priority because it will have a positive impact on every area of your life. And I saw it in my 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 life with my relationship with my husband. I was so much more open and loving and um, like actually fun to be around and enjoyable to be around. Um, I was less in my head. I was more in my heart. I was able to have fun with the kids, be present with the kids and actually be where I was. Like when I wasn't making my mental health a number one priority, I wasn't ever where I was. I was always in the past worrying about what had happened or in the future worrying about what might happen. And it is the most exhausting place to be. In If you want mental peace or inner peace, getting present and giving yourself what you need so that you can have that mental peace. So, you know, this is what I ask women all the time, like what would bring you that mental piece? Is it like um, having an hour or two hours to yourself a day? Or is it just having, like for me, it's about having several moments throughout the day where I have five or 10 minutes to reset. Um, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old and they are full on some days. And um, I find that if I have more regular breaks to have a cacao or sit in the sun, um, you know, and just get them to watch a movie for 10 minutes so that I can go and do that in peace or read a book. I find books so nourishing and they really help me to um, recenter. So I've found some really simple ways to help me that actually um, become like a mental health moment for me where I make my mental health a priority. And it's super simple. Like if you're a mum and even if you're not a mum, life is so busy, you need to make it simple and easy. So have the meditations on your phone. I've got several 10 minute meditations. If you go to my YouTube channel, Aston Simmons, there's heaps of free ones there that you can use. Um, I can even put some in the links below um, to make it easy for you. But just doing a quick meditation, sitting in the sun, 
breathing, even just putting your hand on your heart and, you know, taking some deep breaths into your heart and just connecting back into your body and just resetting your nervous system. These little moments are game changing and life saving for me. Um, There is just no way I could do everything that I do in a day, you know, with being a mom, having kids, running a business, serving clients without those little things and those tools that really help me put myself first and really help me to check in with my mental health. So um, I just I just want to give you full permission that you definitely need to put yourself first. And the sooner you start to break up with this pattern that it's just easier if I do it all, I mean, let's be real, it's not easier. Is it honestly, like I had to be honest with myself, Aston, is it really easier that I do everything? No, it wasn't. It wasn't easier for me and it wasn't really easier for my family because I'd be huffing and puffing around the house like, oh, why am I the only one that knows how to do it? I have to do everything. Um, So it wasn't easier. So whatever those stories are you're telling yourself, question them. That is the most powerful way to break them. Question it and actually ask yourself, is this really true? Is it actually easier? Truly for me and my family that I do it. And I can almost guarantee the answer will be no. Um, So, you know, see that, like acknowledge it. Okay, that isn't true. And also another thing that really helps me bring peace around putting myself first is to like face the fear. Like if you want inner peace, you need to face your fears. You need to pull them out and face them. So I had a fear that like nothing would get done. The whole house would basically fall apart. Um, And I hear this from women all the time that like, you know, everything would just come crumbling down if I wasn't doing it. Um, So I, what I had to do was slowly just start doing less. So, and in the beginning, it was like, really scary to me. So I see you and I feel you if you are that woman like I was who was like a perfectionist, people pleaser, carer, nurturer, way too giving, wanting to do everything for everybody. Like I see you. I know that in the beginning it is like, what? Like I'm going to do less? No, no. I need to do more. The answer is I need to do more. And that was me too. The answer is not that you need to do more. The answer is that you need to do less. And everything is going to be okay. I promise you, beautiful, if you do less, everything is going to be okay. And your your um, mental health is way more important than that to-do list. You, like what your heart and soul needs, how you feel is a hundred times more important than everything getting done. So you need to really value yourself more. It comes back to your own self-worth as well and how much you value yourself um, and how worthy you feel you are of your own time. So that's how I started. I just started small, broke the patterns, interrupted the patterns, realized they were not really true. And then I started small by slowly doing less. So that meant that instead of like vacuuming twice a week, I only did it once a week. I now only clean the house once a week and I'm a hundred percent okay with it. I would rather have more moments of checking in with my mental health, filling my own cup up, so that I can be there for my family than have like a spotless clean house. So like that is better for my mental health than stressing over getting the house clean. Um, And I have two kids under five. So anyone who has young kids knows that the house never stays clean. So I needed to let go of that and choose me instead. Um, Just to give you some ideas, but just think of ways in which you are putting other things which don't even have feelings like 
ahead of your mental health and what would happen if you just did a little bit less. And actually, by doing a little bit less for everybody else, you gave more to you. And what would actually happen? What would be the impact? Um, And it's, I love like it's so simple, but this is so powerful. I get messages from women all the time that I work with and they, they're just like, in the beginning, they're like, what? Like, I can't do less. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, like, and I'm like, I feel you, but let's just give it a go. What's the worst that could happen? You can always go back to doing more. Like, I don't need to teach you how to do more. Most of the women that are attracted to me, I do not need to teach you how to do more. I need to teach you how to do less and be more. Um, you know, so many women these days are like overdoing and underbeing. And part of our feminine essence is that we're able to be. We're able to be in the energy, not just be doing all the time. So in the beginning, they do find it hard, but so, like so quickly, they feel lighter. They feel um, more connected to their feminine. They feel more loving. They feel calmer. They feel more balanced. And then their kids notice and then their partner notice. And they're just all round happier by doing less. And every one of them has this realization that, wow, everything's actually okay. Nobody's died. Nothing's fall apart, fallen apart. What actually often happens is other parts of the family start to step up and help. Um, and you don't even have to ask. It's incredible when you just start to put your energy in the, okay, well, I'm going to choose me um, over doing this and that's okay. And I I never have an expectation that someone else has to do it. I just, in that moment, I just decide, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to vacuum this week because I've had a lot on and I'm tired. If someone else wants to, great. I'm not going to put that expectation on someone else, um, but I'm going to be okay with that. I need to have a mental health break. Um, And it's amazing. Pretty much every time I do that, my husband will just vacuum and I haven't even had to say anything. Or if it's a night where like I've had to work late with calls, I'm normally really prepared with dinners and I've, um, because that helps to keep me calm and balanced. But I've now, even if I um, am running late or if it slipped my mind, I no longer feel responsible for everybody. Like, yes, I need to eat dinner, but Adam, I'm very, I feel very confident that we both share responsibility of the kids and he can make something for dinner for them. And in the past, that was such a big deal. But now because I like have a moment of like, oh no, I've had a big day. I need to have a mental health moment. Um, I'll just share with Adam, look, I really need to have a moment. And he'll, he's like, yeah, definitely. Um, and he's like, I'll, I'll take over dinner. Like, did you, have you gotten thing out? No, I haven't. All good. I'll sort it. And it's like not even an issue. Whereas it used to be such an issue in the past. I felt like I had to be like cooking dinner as soon as I woke up in the morning. Like it sounds crazy, but like, <laughs> that's kind of how I was raised. Um, I was one of five. And so obviously my mum was very organized with everything and that worked. And sometimes that works for me, but not all of the time. So this is where it's really important to question the way we've been raised to do something or the way we've been taught to. We often end up just repeating these patterns or doing it the way our parents did because that's what we were shown. But if that's not working for you and your family, you get to change it. Um, A woman I was working with actually she started to make the shift, started to do less. She was doing everything and it was really hard for her in the beginning, started to do less, gave to herself more. She 
sent me a message and was like, I cannot believe this is so powerful. I'm feeling lighter, more connected to my feminine. I just feel so much better about everything. Um, She recently messaged me to say that she was getting a cleaner, which is amazing because she doesn't have time to clean and it's something that stresses her out. And it was costing her mental health way too much. So she said, I'm going to give it a go. And the cost of it, like, was nothing compared to the cost on her mental health. And this is what I'm trying to say. Don't always compare just the actual financial cost. Compare the cost to your mental health, your physical health, your emotional well-being, your spiritual, um, how you feel spiritually. That is also a cost that you're paying every day by the, by the decisions that you're making. So that's what she did and she made those changes and she's feeling so much better and just feeling like she's living her life, not just like she's a slave to her life and that she's worthy of the things that she wants. Um, and she was sharing that, um, you know, she'd been raised that she like everyone should be at the dinner table together at night. And I was like, yeah, so have I, awesome. But is that causing you stress? And some nights she comes home late from work or a partner's late and then it creates a bit of stress. And I said, I totally get that and that happens sometimes for us. So what I decided to do was break up with the way it needed to look, stop stressing about the routine and it being a certain way and instead choose how do I want this to feel. And I want dinner time to feel like loving, connection, um, like everybody's feeling nourished and enjoying their food and we're connecting together. So a couple of times a week for us, that meant that I, on the days that I worked late or Adam came in late, that I needed to be able to shift with the energy. And when I moved into my feminine and remember I was worthy and I was taking more of these mental health breaks, I was able to go, do you know what? I actually get to change how we have dinner. Most of the time during the week, we all sit together at the, t- at the table. But a couple of times in the week, um, they, we'll make pizzas and chips and it'll be super simple. And the kids will put on a movie and we will all eat around the coffee table or on the couch and we'll all watch that together. And we'll watch um, a movie that we all choose, like a family movie, and we'll eat pizza and chips. And it's easy it's fun, it's enjoyable, we're still together, we're still connected, and there's no stress. Whereas when I was trying to force the way that I wanted it to look on the family for the entire week, there were some nights where I would be like screaming to get everybody to the table. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this defeats the purpose of what I'm trying to create. And this is what this woman shared with me. She had the same experience. And then when she got to the table, it was like no one wanted to talk or connect because everyone was just like, oh, well, we're all being made to do something we don't want to do. So just this is another permission slip that you get to choose is the way your mum did it or the way your parents did it growing up. If that's not working for you, you're now an adult. If this is your life or this is your family or your relationship and you get to question it, you get to ask that question, what is this costing me? Is it adding to my life? Is it adding to how I feel or is it taking away from how I feel? Um, And then you get to change it. And it becomes so much easier to make these changes when you are having mental health breaks. So, you know, life is crazy. Please take the time out for you and, you know, get a book or, you know, get around women who support other women having a break. I, When I see another woman resting or looking after herself, I celebrate that woman. I'm like, 
get that coffee, lay in the sun, like you deserve it. The more you radiate, the more ever you know, the more love and joy and beauty that woman radiates. That is healing the world. That is healing your family. That's healing your relationships. So this is your permission, beautiful woman. If you're listening and you feel like you have not checked in with your mental health or how you're feeling lately, check in with yourself, reach out to a sister, reach out to me, join a group. Like I've got my Worthy Woman um, Sisterhood is now reopened. Um, I'll put a link to the Facebook group there. You can come and join that group. I share my podcast. I do um, like a video once a month on a topic you want me to cover. And it's a place for you to fill up and to remember you are worthy, to just take a few moments out for yourself, your mental health, your heart, your soul, and what's important to you and for you to fill up. Um, And that's my wish for you today to check in with your mental health, put yourself first, and remember it is not easier for you to do everything on your own. We need to break up with this story and this narrative that so many women have been fed and living by for just way too long. It is not easier if we do it on our own. And let's be real. I had to be real. I don't want to do it on my own. I'm sure you don't want to do it on your own. I wanted help. I just didn't know how to receive help. When I was in my masculine, I was trying to do it all by myself. I was a perf, you know, the perfectionist people pleaser, strong one, the carer, literally all those labels. Um, I couldn't receive help because it wasn't part of my identity. And we all like we we're wired to stay true to our identity so you know when I work with women we actually recreate that identity we come up with the worthy woman blueprint for you which actually means that you can start to live and breathe as the woman you want to be she's already within you but you need to build a blueprint or an identity to become that woman and you need to marry that new identity and divorce or break up with the old identity that's keeping you stuck. Um, So, and I think that will end up being a whole nother podcast. So I will share more about that um, in another podcast, but this is your reminder, take your mental health break. Um, Maybe that's what listening to this podcast was for you. And if it is, I'm sending you so much love and um, come and join the Worthy Woman Sisterhood. I'll put the link below and I'm just sending you so much love, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. I've absolutely loved spending this time with you and I hope you got so much value from today's episode. If you have, please leave an authentic review. I would love that. It means the world to me and share it with a friend or sister who you believe could get value from this too. And I would love you to continue the journey with me. If you want more, come and join the free Facebook community. Here you'll find even more advice, tools and support to help you have that relationship you deserve as a worthy woman. I cannot wait to see you on the inside. I'm